This is episode 47 of Garner's Greek Mythology. I'm your host, mythologist Patrick Garner. We have listeners from all over the world, so welcome to everyone, wherever you are. Remember to visit Amazon to check out my new stories about the gods. Their stories didn't end millennia ago, but continue today. They are here, now. You can read about them in this podcast at patrickgarnerbooks.com. This episode coincides with the release of All That Lasts, my final novel in the Naxos Quartet. Today, I read a portion of chapter 34. I think you'll love it as it abounds with gods and goddesses. Let me set the stage. The great goddess Inanna, who rules ancient Europa before the time of the Olympic gods, is in a weakened stage. Gaia, in a moment of fury, has stripped her of almost all her powers. Yet Inanna has secretly merged with Temesa, the contemporary great goddess. They are one, yet still conscious of themselves. Although pleased with their unexpected union, they still at times bicker over the slightest things. Inanna returns to her temple to find she's been replaced by a lookalike goddess. Within minutes, the once powerful, now helpless Inanna is thrown into a river that flows behind her temple. Her replacement intends to eliminate her for once and for all. We watch as Inanna spirals like a drowned rat toward the Black Sea. And now I begin. A light effervescence rose from the dark slot where the goddess had gone headlong into the rapids. Then all signs of the savagery disappeared. The river ran quietly, its music muffled in the soft golden light of the late afternoon. Azure's ceruleans smoke-green lenses like jellyfish, all rushing by. She sensed she was being propelled through a narrows that rifled her in blue spirals over and over. She felt herself occasionally bumping hard objects and sliding by in the silence of the river. Breathing had become an embellishment, no longer a necessity. She left her eyes open the viridescent blue-orange glaze of rushing water, softly kaleidoscopic. Driven headfirst through the rapids, she lost all senses, her arms back like folded wings, fingers pressed against her outer thighs, her lips pursed, eyes squinting, irises black. In the silence, she was aware of an immense hum, a constant murmur as if young girls were hurriedly exchanging secrets, shared secrets, a belonging. <laughs> Ribbons of algae were caught in the bank undercuts. Light flickered. She saw fish skewing away, and enchantingly, she felt exhilaration, a thrumming powered her forward into deepening, darker water. She'd never imagined death would be like this. Then there was sky. 
a lapis lazuli. She was on her back on a sandy rise on a flat. She coughed, river water, slightly alkaline. She smiled, then laughed. <laughs> was she Tamessa or Ayana or even alive? She rolled over onto her side, thinking vaguely, the sky is the color of sky. Sapphire, a thin cerulean, a sky-colored firmament. Another voice within her. It was Inanna talking to Tomessa. Enough. Where are we? Inanna said. What have we become? Tomessa paused, still vital. We took a journey and are apparently alive. Inanna said, I rue the moment we joined. Your ride was coming to an end. I've just hastened whatever was to be your fate. If not now, then. Inanna said, Guy was obviously furious. This is your fault. Tomessa said, You heard her confirm that you would fail. Ayana said, Ah, so you saved me years of shame. As they bickered, a shadow blocked the lapis sky, the sharp sun. Tomessa twisted her head and saw a tall man standing over them. He wore nothing. His black beard was cut in a long cone the length of his neck. He sounded weary, saying, You were coming down so fast I almost had to net you. His voice, his musculature, Dionysus. She said, Where am I? Downriver where you were. How can you be here? You're not yet alive. I saved you, and you're asking the time of day. She said, No, the millennium. You and the other gods were birthed 30,000 years from now. Dionysus smiled. This is my time. This is my river. I sensed you spinning down. She sat up, aware she, too, wore no clothes. She covered her breasts with her hands. My gown! You were like this when I caught you in the flow. Where are we? she said. The river's delta. A hundred paces from here, its waters spill out on the Thracian Sea, north of the Aegean. South of where I was, she said. He said, I don't know where you were. I just know you came from up there, he pointed. I was in Europe, he shrugged. Macedonia? She looked around. She sat atop a dune where the river spilled into a sea, the waters braiding and flowing in smaller rivulets and thin channels that turned into brine and shallow waves. How did you know I was coming? Artemis. She said you'd crossed Gaia. I didn't follow at all, but she said I was to find you. That's it for my sample reading from All That Lasts. The four novels that comprise the Naxos Quartet are available on Amazon. Their theme is that the Greek gods never left. As I say in every episode, they're here now. 
The four novels together would make a great present for anyone who likes Greek mythology. Put a bow on them. And as any of you who follow me closely know, I'm also an artist. My works are in collections and museums. I'm excited to announce the new website for my recent art. It's called Garner Images. Everything shown is original and unique. Prices are half what you'd pay in a gallery. Check it out at www.garnerimages.com or find the link for it on patrickgarnerbooks.com. And last, as I always mention, if you like what you hear on these podcasts, leave me five stars. Your opinion really matters. And thanks for listening. This is your host, Patrick Garner.